G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. Today, I've got someone that I've worked with in the past. It's my hypnotist, Amberlee Seely from On Your Mind Wellness Centre. And we're going to go really deep into the important role our subconscious and all of our programming plays in how we go about creating wealth. And not only wealth, this episode, we went really deep into how it plays out in our comfort zone and I guess controlling and affecting our overall happiness, fulfillment and relationship with ourselves, relationship with others. So many areas we went into and I think this is going to be a really powerful and meaningful episode for you to listen to. So let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. G'day, Amber. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, Jared. I am just so pleased to be here. And I should confirm to all of our listeners that we're not recording one of my hypnotherapy sessions. We're actually having a deep dive into all the background on um, our subconscious and hypnotherapy and yeah, really looking forward to getting stuck into it today because I think there's a lot of benefit for our listeners to be understanding this, what's going on in our heads. Absolutely. Now, the reason I originally sought you out is I found myself continually hitting a ceiling with my income and profits and was also, you know, frustrated in a number of areas. It kind of all spills over together, doesn't it? And um, it didn't matter what I changed with my business and my investing, I'd kept making, you know, the same amount and limiting myself or I can kind of feel that ceiling that I'm jumping up and banging my head on. So is that common that you have people coming to you? I guess we've all got different limitations and it just depends on what for the individual. Is that Absolutely. Uh, pretty common? Yeah, place? and you know we get to that point where quite often we can see how something can be different, but we just don't quite know how to get there. Mm. And sometimes it's like you can even know the how and see the path in front of you, and it didn't matter how many hows I tried. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew I needed something else. So, yeah, how does that subconscious work? in driving a lot of our patterns and behaviours and tell us about the subconscious. Yeah, for sure. Look, basically the subconscious mind, it actually stores our beliefs and our values. So it determines our memories and monitors the information that is all around us. So it's like the apps that are going on in the background on your phone. You don't even know they're there. You don't Mm. realise that they're operating, but they are without you even knowing that they are. And the subconscious decides what to send to your conscious mind and what to store for later. Mm. So it's the powerful secondary system that runs everything in your life. Even though you may consciously be thinking you're making a lot of decisions, there's a lot going on, actions, behaviours and patterns that are happening subconsciously without you, you know, you just get up and do it. It's like if you're driving along and... I know it's happened to me a million (laughs) times. You know, you'll be driving, you'll be like, oh, my goodness, when was the last time I saw the lights? Yeah. Or how did I get here? 
Yeah, right. I know. Or you land up in the at the mm. wrong house. You moved two months ago and you're back at the old house. That's just your subconscious taking over that you've just done it so many times, repetition, repetition, that it feels normal. Mm. And I guess people can be in that autopilot in their lives with this subconscious governing a lot of their decisions, thoughts, without even yep. knowing. And then you arrive at a destination 30 years later that was almost pre-programmed and did you intend to get there? <laughs> so, Absolutely. You know, it, it is our data bank for absolutely everything. So the good, the bad, our beliefs, our experiences, our patterns. And, you know, there is the saying of nature versus nurture. And I know as an adoptee, the crazy thing is, is when I met my natural mother, we have so many things in common and we, we do very similar things and yet I didn't grow up with her. I, I had no interaction with her at all. Yeah, so how does some of these beliefs and programming, how does it get formed? Because it might help to take us right back to the beginning. <laughs> Oh, totally. So how it gets formed is really from the, from the moment you're born up until around about the age six or seven, they say, we don't have the ability to discern. So anything that comes our way, and, and let's think about it. I'll never forget this one experience. You know, I was sitting there, I don't know whose house I was at. I must have been about four. I had big headphones on and I was listening to this record on a record player and singing at the top of my lungs I must I don't know how old I was four mm -hmm. or five or something and I'll never forget my father walking in and, and he was a he was a joker he joked around and I remember him saying oh my goodness you can't hold a tune for anything mm. and you know even up to this moment even considering my father is a musician the minute there's someone else around me I can't hold a tune because it's just been in there this whole time. So mm. it goes in and we don't know whether it's true or whether it's a joke or, yeah. you know, we don't know. It's just told to us and especially by people that we love and people that we trust. So it goes in. I guess in, it's not what happens as well. It's maybe how we interpret what happens in that moment. Absolutely. Mm. Because we don't, you know, as a, as a child, we don't say to somebody, you know, why we don't think to ourselves, why did our mother say that to us? Or why did the next door neighbor yell at me and call me that name? Or why is the teacher doing this? Or I don't know why I'm meant to go to this certain class on this certain day. We're just told that that is what we should be doing. And up until whenever we begin to go, why? Hang on a minute. Why? The minute we start asking those questions, that's when we can start using our reasoning factor and we can say whether we think something might be right for us or not. But up until then, it all goes in. And really, it's then up to us to try and unwind some of those patterns and thoughts and habits mm. that are in there. And I've certainly been much more into consciously parenting my four-year-old and I've had a number of other guests on the podcast to try to get the patterns that we're laying out for them and the behaviours so that they can model and hopefully have that programming, leaving them better off than needing uh, to fix so many things that I have from my, from my parents. I mean, oh. they did the best that they could. God bless them and I'm so thankful and grateful, but, you know, yeah. it still leaves you feeling a, and uh, being programmed a certain way, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. And I, I think that is something I do want to say is that, you know, regardless of anything, every single one of us is doing the best that we can in every single moment. You know, can we do better? Of course we can. But sometimes, even if we're doing the worst thing possible, it's still the best that we can do in that moment. And I think sometimes people forget that and there's a lot of judgment and, yeah, a lot of pain mm. attached to things that, you know, sometimes we just need to love ourselves and, and let it go. So how do our beliefs and programming, how does that start to play out in how we are with money and wealth? Because I guess most people listen to our podcast because they're trying to improve their life and get ahead. And, you know, I can tell them all the the tactics and strategies with property until I'm yeah. blue in the face. But I just notice with a lot of people, there's a big gap between, you know, knowing that and actually making it happen and creating that wealth for themselves. So how does, Absolutely. It, how does this yeah. impact that? Absolutely. And, you know, just speaking on that, you know, I grew up in a family that were blue collar workers, you know, my adopted family were hard workers, very hard workers, but they certainly weren't financial. They weren't comfortable. And so I had to specifically decide a an amount I would not accept anything under mm. as to what I wanted to create each and every week without that decision you would just fall right back into expectation mode of what mm. you would deem yourself i guess able of achieving what you're worth and totally. the standards that you set for yourself yeah i've never really absolutely thought of that. Yeah. and and as much as you know it and this is what you just said you know it consciously it's ingrained it's inbred it is there from that zero to seven, every single thing you see and then, you know, you might, and it would be the same for people that grow up with money. Mm. You know, those people that step into life and they've just got absolutely everything. Yeah, so it's not about that what's around them, it's how they feel about it or how they're made to feel. And it may not even come, this is a scary thing, from the interactions with money itself. It could be it's probably everything else, how that teacher made them feel how the friend made them feel how their parents made them feel did they feel worthy from all of those interactions this is That's deep amber <laughs> it is it's deep but it's extremely basic all at the same time yeah. and that's what i was just going to say to you sometimes and this is why i sometimes say to people and maybe i shouldn't say it on this podcast but i'm going to say it sometimes i say to my clients please stop reading self-help books while I'm helping you, stop it. Because until we get you flowing where we know you need to flow, every single time you open up one of these books, quite often they're pointing the finger at you as if there's something wrong with you. Mm. Whereas that's not where we want to be. We actually want to be going, and like I would have shown you, this moment forward. We yeah. can't change anything that's happened in the past. We can't change our thoughts, patterns, feelings, anything about that stuff. Yeah. But what we can decide is who do I actually want to be as a human being? That's me right now. That's me. My focus is how do I want to leave every person after I have anything to do with them? But the, the thing is, is that, you know, if your focus is financial, then we need to get clear about it 
And then what we need to do is get excited about it because the only way to change a subconscious mind is through emotion. And I think that's the key that a lot of people don't understand. You can have the how, you can have the why, but if you don't have an emotional goal that absolutely rocks you to your absolute core, then we're not going to be able to get it in there. And Mm. all we're going to listen to is the negative stuff that's in the subconscious because I'm sure you are aware. I mean, the conversations we had when you came to see me, it's that negative emotions or anger or frustration or pain or those things are really powerful. Mm. They're, They're really in your face. Whereas love and gentleness and happiness and achievement quite often is so gentle and and you might have way more of it in your life than you do the the pain or the negative but it's the negative that just feels so forceful Mm. and so that's where we can feel sometimes that there's more of that going on than there is the good and even though i'm sort of focusing on wealth the funny and ironic thing is when you take the focus off that and start to fix your beliefs and feelings around all these other areas, you end up becoming a lot more happy and fulfilled and in flow to gaining wealth and serving people and, you know, actually exchanging with the world. So you find that to be the case with people? Absolutely. 100%. And, uh, you know, I never forget my son saying to me, being nice to others and doing lovely things for others is a selfish act because you get something from it and you do you get a great feeling too don't you it doesn't mean it should be something we don't do it's always a give and take it's it's a beautiful flow Hmm. so i guess regardless of the money that we have does our subconscious programming affect these other levels of happiness and fulfillment because you do meet a lot of people and hear about people that have all the money in the world that are still chasing something else and still unfulfilled and going through their third or fourth wife and having not still found it. So, Yeah, I think what I've noticed, uh, because quite often I'll have clients in here that are also seeing other therapists, you know, or they've, they've been to see other people and they may have five or six different diagnoses and, and it really... I sometimes look at some of these teenagers and I, I just want to I just want to erase and start again. You know, it's like, can we just get it out of your mind, some of this? Mm. But the, the thing is really is that it comes down to choosing to make the changes within yourself first. That is the first place that everything, and we hear it all the time, mm. but it's the first place everything comes from. If we keep looking outside of ourselves for our happiness or fulfillment or, you know, any of those things, it's going to almost feel like you're up against the world. Mm. Whereas if you make a decision that today I'm going to be a better version and that could be anything, that could be in creating income for your family, you know, it could be in uh, exercising, it could be in mindfulness, it could be eating great, whatever it is, your choice, as long as you have that emotional reason as to why you were doing it and you are better than you were the day before and better than you were the day before and better than you're absolutely going to achieve your goals because the only person you're up against is yourself. 
It's it's when you go up against other people. You know, Jared, you must meet a lot of people that would look at you as someone, you know, obviously to learn from because you know a lot and, you know, you're, you're a, a wonderful person to be around at the same time. But if people are trying to trying to be you, mm. then it's just not going to flow for them. They Everyone has to find their own way to be the version that they choose to be of themselves. And likewise, when you, if you keep looking forever outside yourself, there's always someone that's doing better or has got more. And, yeah. and how do you ever be grateful with the present and what you have? It's impossible, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's fleeting because it'll it'll come. And, you know, I know that when I was going through troubled times in my life, I would go and buy myself, you know, this amazing diamond ring or something like that, you know, and you, all you do is you just fixate on it, you mm-hmm. know, and then you'd go in and you'd purchase it and you'd put it on your finger and you walk out the store and then you'd be like, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, within seconds the yeah. excitement is gone because... I was trying to fulfill something with something, whereas, you know, achieving a, a long-term, long-standing goal, you know, be it wealth, be it health, be it anything, that's coming internally. That's something that, that you're building from internal rather than trying to step and bring something internal. Hmm. So how does it, what does a hypnotist actually do? Because you know, from TV shows and various other things, when someone first mentioned to me, or, you know, if you're stuck on a ceiling and you can't break through, go and see a hypnotist. I was, I, a lot of things come up for people. And, you know, you picture someone getting like the stage shows and other things where someone's told to quack like a duck or yeah. know, <laughs> make yeah. a dog noise and they do. Uh, how is this different to that or, or, you know, and, and how does hypnotism work? Well, I'll speak for how I operate mm. because I'm somebody that kind of does my own thing. I've always been like that. And so I went down this path purely because I'd done a lot of self-development through some of the, the businesses I was in. And I actually used hypnotherapy to drop 27 kilos in 20 weeks. And that was because I decided that I'd actually up until that point been, I'd been choosing to be a fat person. Mm. And I realized that please don't be offended by that word, everybody overweight, whatever, whatever your words are. I'm very comfortable with speaking about myself that way because it it just, not your ideal weight anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so I used hypnotherapy and that was when I decided, oh my goodness, this really is powerful working with the subconscious. Maybe I can help others. So I did my training and I became qualified and how I like to run my sessions. I usually get a, I get a feeling from the client. Every single session is one on one with that client. I don't have a preconceived idea about anything because I don't know what that person is coming to me with and even you know I might see you on a Monday and then I see you on a Wednesday what you come in on a Wednesday with could be very different to what you came in on the Monday with Mm -hmm. so the whole job I guess is to connect with the client number one find out what it is that the client truly truly wants to either overcome or create and I spend about half an hour chatting around that, learning their language. That's very important oh, yeah. because 
your language is different than my language, but when I did the sessions with you, I used your language in the hypnotherapy right. part. So then I would, you know, guide you down to a wonderful deep state. And it is important for your listeners to know that I have no control over anybody. People will go as relaxed as they choose. You are always the one in control. But when you connect with the therapist that's working with you and you know they've got your back and you know they are only bringing to you what it is you've asked for, you can let go completely and allow all the dreams, goals, wishes, every single thing that you truly, truly want to be placed into the subconscious so that then it becomes normal and natural. It now becomes your comfort zone. And mm. so you begin to comfortably flow in the way that you have wished for, for, you know, days, weeks, months, years. Suddenly, these things that seemed difficult are just now extremely normal, natural, easy and effective. Yeah, wow, that sort of brings a lot together from past episodes I've been speaking about the comfort zone and how to try to enlarge in that. And I, and that's where I originally started thinking back to how much of a difference this had made in me doing that because a lot of people mainly just focus on the content that's going in and not changing our capacity or context to holding wealth. So it's like the lottery winner that, you know, goes and wins four million and quickly divests themselves of it because they're just Absolutely. not ready for it. And that person that might, you know, force themselves on a starvation diet to lose weight over four weeks and, and they drop six kilos and then they don't keep it off because they weren't yeah. seeing themselves probably as a as that new way of so. Absolutely. And one thing that Gary John Bishop is someone that I follow a lot of, and I like him because he is just no nonsense. He is straight down the line and, you know, he tells you like it is. And he explained one day, I was listening to one of his books, and he explained it in the most amazing way. Your comfort zone, the reason we stay in them mm. is because we know we can survive it. Yeah. We've survived it a million times over. So even if the comfort zone, even if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or you're in a terrible situation in your life, you have survived it. How do you know you're going to survive being sober? How do you know you're going to survive being a size 10 as opposed to a size 18 or 20? How do you know that you're going to be able to live up? to this new wealth mm. you have just created for yourself or this new, you know, name you put in, in yeah. you know, inverted commas, whatever. And so we, we tend to fall back into where we're comfortable even though we do not like it because mm. we know we can survive it. So as you say, so simple, but, yeah, it's just it's still so hard, you know, for people. <laughs> so. Unless you work direct with the subconscious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so will it work for it, for everyone or will it work on everyone? Yes, absolutely, 100%. Well, actually, no, no, I'll be honest. There are a particular, oh, I can't think of the name of it now, but there are some people that actually cannot imagine. They can't imagine. They okay. can't imagine in pictures or colours or anything. So unfortunately... For someone that can't even, I mean, visualize how tragic. or see that, 
you know. Yeah, that they, they it would be somebody I I wouldn't be able to work with because I need to be able to get them to be able to dream or or see or imagine in in some way, shape or form. So those will be the only people I would say no. I've had four-year-olds in here. I mean, the Mm -hmm. most beautiful little children with their pillows and their blankets (laughs) and, oh, you know, I love it. I just absolutely love it. And I guess the, the younger you are, the quicker we can make those amazing changes you know once once we start getting really really ingrained in some patterns it it can just take that little bit of extra time but i did have a a client once who came to me and he had not had a date with anybody since he was about 18 and he was now in his 50s okay and literally one session he opened his eyes and he was a different person Imagine how life-changing that would be to everything else for him. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, you know, so sometimes just it doesn't matter. Really all that matters is how much we truly want it, how much we desire it, how much emotion is behind it, and trust and Mm. faith. So how does, like, the hypnotism itself change our beliefs and programming and how does that then go and change our results? So as in just the part of being hypnotized? Yeah. Okay. So what is it actually you, doing? So when you allow yourself to just to drop down and not really pay any attention at all and just go, you are literally saying to your subconscious mind, I trust and have faith in this process. I know that this process will work for me. And that as I move forward, I will do and be the things that I need to be to create that end result. When you go in consciously that way, the like the the divide in between the conscious and the unconscious seems to just drop. And so all that you you desire goes straight into the subconscious, which is your autopilot, your comfort zone, and you begin then to fly at that new, you know, the new path that, the new, that you're putting yeah. in. Yeah. So when you get in situations that could see you succeed in whatever that thing you want, you're not going to sabotage yourself or take yourself out of it because it's not going to be uncomfortable anymore. Absolutely. But, It'll be almost automatic that, yeah. oh, my goodness, hang on a minute, this is what I want. This is absolutely awesome. Or, you know, you could go out for dinner and, and you know, someone's handing pizza around the table and you've made a decision that's not what you're going to eat. You just comfortably say, no, thank yeah, you. Without I don't the need discomfort any of that. Without, you know, I'm all the pain yeah. attached to it, yeah. Absolutely. There's no, one of the biggest things I do is I will take away the emotional attachment okay. to the thing you no longer want. Yeah. You know, so when you go yeah, out for dinner. I guess that's what or, keeps you stuck. absolutely it's just not there anymore and you can see it now for what it really is it's like the curtains open and you're like oh Hmm. wow you know I'm not driven to do those things anymore that I don't want I'm now driven to do the things that I do want and I just found that I would then not procrastinate and like I felt like the limit was off 
it was kind of like you're traveling on a smooth path without all the having to jump all the hurdles <laughs> yeah absolutely and i found oh my myself goodness. talk was so different as well it's like you catch yourself and become aware of the things that you're saying then to yourself in those key moments and that was yeah. where one of the biggest differences was where i'd previously be saying oh no nah, you're not worth this or you can't do this or you know that's too much you know it would then be like you know why not and you know you are worth this and just different different things all coming up in those key moments absolutely and i think one of the biggest things that has been extremely helpful for me is not taking things personally yeah. you know things are going to happen in your life all the time people are going to treat you however they choose to mm. we, we have no power over any of that and in fact well that's their subconscious programming playing out and it's not actually personal to you that's you right know, they're getting triggered on some past event yeah where something happened to them and you know it's not even necessarily relevant to what you've said or what you've done in the in the moment it's Absolutely. this is coming up fresh for me with my property managers and team you know like sometimes we just the poor like it's really tough being in the middle of a landlord and tenant especially when we've got you know stressful things going on for around their homes you know rents yeah. are going up inflation's you know crazy costing us more money everywhere and you know landlords have got their interest rates going up and various things and absolutely you know, sometimes we step into something and we we cop you know a lot of yeah you know abuse in the middle which is tough and it's our job and role to be but we just have to keep reminding ourselves as well okay well it's not personal it's just whatever's going on in their world you don't never know what's happening with someone and and then yeah there's all this subconscious programming in the past from from people so yeah absolutely have to go and remind all my team about this chat too <laughs> and, and the thing is you know these people have been treated a certain way mm. by other people in similar situations and so they're expectation is that this is the way it's going to be again so yeah. you know that's the other thing i find extremely helpful judgment expectation get yeah. rid of them those two things and not taking anything personally those three things will absolutely transform your life yeah awesome well, that's some really practical takeaways for everyone. And I know we've touched on a whole range of different challenges today that you can potentially help people with. Is there any others that we've left out? And there is, it, is there any that you specialize in? Because I know I came to you with specific ones, but I'm sure I know from looking at your website and your all your Google reviews, how many other types of things you help people with. Um, and now from chatting today, I can understand why. But Oh, what, thank you. What types of things can you help people? Yeah. With? And speaking of Google reviews, I only started asking for them <laughs> like the last six months or eight months. I didn't think they were that important, Jared. Mm. You know, that shows my age. So, you <laughs> they know, are very um, important. <laughs> <laughs> they are extremely important. So now, but, you know, I'm very agreeable. I did Jordan Peterson's personality test. I'm very agreeable, so I don't really do not like making any waves. So I'll only ask someone if they can give me a review if I feel it's not going to offend them or, you know, or push it because a lot of people do come to me and it, it's a private thing. Yeah. Well, that's probably the biggest thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like. Oh, my goodness. What have I helped people with? 
phobias, fears of anything, um, lizards. Oh, I had one lady, of course, she needed the vaccines and she was going to lose her job and she was afraid of needles, you know, sm- uh, habits. Any kind of So smoking. Yeah, habits, bad habits. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol, chewing your nails, just all sorts of things really. And one of the things I love, I just love working with people on their relationships. I really do. Mm. So either, you know, mothers, daughters, mothers, sons, you know, siblings, husband and wife, you yeah. know, partners, wife and wife, husband, husband, whatever, guess, whatever like, we are, there's, there's just no so many discrimination. Places <laughs> in our lives, isn't there? Where <laughs> our pre-programmed responses affect every interaction and relationship we have. So yeah, it's totally. so beyond there's a relationship with ourself and our habits and addictions and fears and stuff, but then there's the relationship with other people and how our programming affects that and whether we could even form relationship probably has a big part to do with our programming as well yeah but the thing with hypnosis is that it's very fast as you would know it's very fast and so it's not like you're going to need six months of therapy you're not so I I want your listeners to know that it, it can assist people right from the very first session and that's so heartwarming to hear from people just how different they are literally overnight. Mm. And that's so nice to know that people can make a decision about who it is they want to be and comfortably move that way without the yeah. struggle, without the barriers, without all the things that they seem to have been hitting their head against for a long period of time. And it is crazy that we can spend years and years or maybe even our whole life stuck in that comfort zone that's limiting yeah. us and within such a short period of time if we actually figure out how to change that just like i yeah. guess programming on a computer it boots up the right way and then you your whole world can change so absolutely i can absolutely tell you you can be one person one day and a totally different person the next mm-hmm. in a good way in a good way <laughs> and that's why i guess you've got to yeah watch the programming that you have and that you give to your kids and you know and that's very important but i have to say my boys are almost 31 and and 30 and uh you know we did all go through quite some trauma for a long period of time as a family and uh those two boys i am so proud of them and they've made so many changes so Please don't ever think that because you are a certain whatever or something happened to you for a certain amount of time that you can't change that. That's not true. It can change. And having met people on both ends of the spectrum, I'm sure you meet them all day long as well. It's like you can either have your story can go both ways. It can be I was in this bad place and then now you're not or you can stay in that bad place and use it as a reason to, to keep staying there. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a payoff somewhere. If people yeah. don't change, there's a payoff, and it's that lovely thing called the comfort zone. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Amber. And thanks, if people Jared, want to reach anytime. out. I'll put all your details in the show notes, and I'll start thinking up uh, another episode if we need to go deeper. Because I feel like we might have only just scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> anytime. But lots of different ways. So thank you. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Just a reminder, the information discussed in this podcast 
is general in nature, as we don't know your specific situation. You should always seek professional advice before taking any action. For free market reports on your suburbs of interest and other helpful resources to grow your wealth, make sure you join my property investor update at investorsedge.com.au slash join. And finally, make sure you're a member of our Perth Property Investment Facebook group. To be part of the conversation with other like-minded investors, get help to your questions and get a feel for what's going on out there in the market. I'll see you in the group. Thank you.